This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey kids, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast you're going to love. On behalf of myself, Morgan Rector, of one of the most horrific true crime podcasts, Human Monsters, I'd like to ask you this question. Do you like to travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Fun fact, there is a morgue on every cruise ship. After all, people die everywhere. Why wouldn't they die on a cruise ship in the Bahamas? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. Murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband, and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and what-the-fuck stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater, each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway, and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. 
In order to keep the show ad-free and increase the frequency of production, donations are a big help. Some of you have been very generous in donating, and I appreciate it greatly. If you could give to the show's Patreon account, it would result in good karma and buttress the show's prospects. The URL is www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash leader one, L-E-A-D-E-R-O-N-E, www.patreon.com slash leader one. Thank you so much. things about being abused was the smiles on other people's faces. They were being carried through life in joy and happiness, while I was beaten up by a man in his thirties without any possibility of defending myself or being protected. Seeing how happy and carefree everyone else was, was its own form of torture. It's enforced loneliness. They didn't even know what they put me through, and it wasn't even their fault. You can't get into heaven if you're living in hell. St. Peter wouldn't let me in. Satan wouldn't let me out. I was only guilty of being a child. I committed the grievous offense of being imperfect. I was a work in progress, and the incompletion was unforgivable. It was the same with everybody else. All the girls who told me to smile. Would you ask someone who is being tortured to smile? Abuse is a fitting word, but torture is the language of precision in this context. The happy, lucky people didn't know I was being tortured, and I didn't want everybody else to know. I would have felt shame because I was in that situation. I wasn't the one who should have felt ashamed, but when everybody else seems to be living in a sitcom, languishing in a Shakespearean tragedy leaves you contemplating your mortality, like Hamlet. He would punch me. He would kick me. He would pull my hair. He would scream into my ear, putting me down to break me internally. He did it in public once. I went to a concert with his daughter, and she ran off. I couldn't find her, and when she told him afterwards, he chased me until I collapsed down onto pavement. Some men called out to him while we were on our way to the car saying, Hey, you in the white! He didn't answer. A few minutes later, an elderly man said to me, disgusted, Is that your father? I looked over at one point and saw a man talking to police who were sitting in a cruiser. He pointed in our direction. At one point, the police pulled up alongside us, and one of the officers said, Sir, is there a problem? My stepfather went to talk to him and somehow he negotiated his way out of being arrested. 
It makes sense, considering that he was a criminal who had done time in prison. He was charged and convicted as a sex offender for indecent exposure. In Con College, he must have learned more effective ways to deal with the police. On the way home, he asked me not to tell my mother, and I didn't. I didn't consider my safety to be of paramount importance at that point in my life. That's how sad and defeated I was. About a year later, my mother and stepfather took me to see a psychologist to find out what was wrong with me. The purpose of these sessions was to create an opportunity to gang up on me and blame me for everything that was wrong with our dysfunctional family situation. At one point, I reported the physical abuse to the doctor, and he spoke of it dismissively. He said, pulled your hair and kicked you in the shins, like I just told him my best friend was a leprechaun. He was a mandated reporter and didn't report the abuse. He could have lost his license for that, and he should have. That event was a tipping point. I knew I wasn't safe. I knew nobody was going to protect me. Not the police, not a doctor, not my mother. Nobody. If you are a mother and you allow a man to abuse your child, I hope your child cuts their ties with you at some point and never speaks to you again. That's what you deserve. If you are a doctor and a child reports abuse and you don't report it, I hope you end up stocking shelves in a grocery store. If you're a cop and you do nothing to protect a child from abuse, you deserve to work retail security. If you're thinking of abusing a child, how about this instead? Kill yourself. Jump off a tall building. Shoot yourself in the head. Inject an embolism in your vein. Drink bleach. You're not wanted here. I shed a couple of tears while writing this. It didn't make me feel better at all. But of course, if there is any social interaction to navigate today, I'll have to smile so I don't disappoint the happy people. It's especially difficult because abusive people are happy. After all, don't they always get their way? People will give you what you want if you bend them into submission with brute force. You can do it on the emotional front, too. You can threaten them with verbal abuse or withdraw your affections. That works, too. Either way, it's all about you. And selfish people are happy as long as everything goes their way. If only more of them were listening. Please, for the love of God, if you become aware that a child is being abused or neglected, contact the authorities. If you're a mother and your child is being abused, stop being a fucking coward and get out of that situation. If you don't, you are a failure as a parent. You have failed that child. Don't let that be your legacy as a mother. There. Baggage unloaded. Sorry this is such a short episode, but I can't bear to dwell on this any longer. Try to enjoy the rest of your day.